podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diaper. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Episode 16. Do you know what? When I've done podcasts before, I've never known what episode it was each time. So I've had to check, and then just then, as I was started speaking, I was my brain went, Do you know what episode it is? But then another part of my brain just went, It's 16. So that was nice of it. So hello. Uh, nice to see you. Glad you're back. That's nice. That's very nice indeed. You know, I don't think this is the sort of thing you want to hear straight away, but. I've just done a sig burp. Do you remember? I haven't done one of them in years. In fact, I was thinking of them the other week and I was like, I haven't done a sig burp in a while. I hope one of them will be coming on. <laughs> no, of course I didn't do that. I was like, hey, I haven't had one in a while, a couple of weeks ago. And then just now, oh, I think it's my food that I cooked. God, I hope Marvin's not ill when he has it. I've cooked enough for him. But I've cooked it before, so I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not me a bit sick. Roasted pasta, high lots of garlic, maybe the... Sorry, you're not boring me. It's been one of them, one of them weeks. I was just... I said hello to someone earlier, and then they just, like, literally... I could just see hate in their eyes, and then they, like, they... I said, you're right, and then as they were answering it, they turned away and then didn't ask it back. I just saw hate in her eyes, and it's just bothering me. But then... It's only bothering me because I've been alone all day and I've been fucking thinking about it. Because oh, I want to say, but you, can't, I, you know, I can't say stuff on here. Well, so it's the, so it was the lady that owns a shop downstairs, you see. Yeah, I don't know why. She hates me. I don't think she does hate you, Harriet. I think she doesn't care. I think she's got enough on. She doesn't give you a second thought. She's busy, but she was having a cigarette. That's not busy. No, she's just having a break. She was chatting to her friend. Everything is not about you. Yeah, I just think because I got it in my head that she hates me, so then she'll tell the landlord that she hates me because she's been there sooner, and then the landlord will think that I'm horrible and then evict me. But Harriet, see, you say that out loud and it just sounds mad. That's not that's not right at all. That's not what's going to happen. I think it's because her husband did the uh, did the building, and then I'm worried because it because it was like because I left a mess a bit and then when I came back from the shop my envelope with my new cash card was on the floor so it's fallen out of the like the, the post box bit and then like the because the builders were bagging around and moving stuff and that so like I assumed they did it which I still think they did so then maybe I was ranting about that and her and then she's heard it and then no Harriet she's a grown up she doesn't care. She's just getting on with her business because she's she's having building done, building work done. So she's got a lot on. That's all it is. I just don't want any beef, and I'm worried I've accidentally created beef because I've just got a mouth, haven't I? And no, you haven't. You haven't done anything wrong. Well, you did flood her kitchen, and you have mentioned it before in this podcast. No, but I haven't. She says if she's going to listen to the podcast. I don't know. Well, maybe as well, because what's been happening is... I think you've always got to look a little bit below the surface because when the doorbell goes in the day, and sometimes I'm... Well, I just get so anxious 
like you just want to shut the world off and so I'm just pottering away here and then um so I just don't answer it and then and then it turned up then there was a sign mate yesterday put outside that said hello um can you leave your door open because I need to do some more work because the, and it was from the joiner so then I'm thinking oh no so he was trying to get in so it wasn't someone trying to get me it was just the joiner trying to finish the job maybe she's angry about that oh, I don't bloody know I don't maybe she just wasn't angry some people just some people just have different manners like not manners as in so I mean like different ways about them some people are like oh hello and some people are not so can you just stop now please okay so oh god I tell you this so in fact this is oh, I just love kitchen roll I can't get enough of it Doing a bloody good job as well today. Marvin bloody he made his cup of tea in the morning and then he didn't put the lid on the milk. So now I've bloody come in in the morning and the old bloody old bloody fridge, old bloody floors covered in milk. He's just, I mean, he's the greatest guy ever. He's just shit like that. Where you're like, hey, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm not gonna put the lid on and then put it on its side. I think that's just not. That's just a normal mistake. He hasn't gone. I know, I'm going to piss her right off. And you did have kitchen... I have used, like, three quarters of a kitchen roll now. You know what? I thought I could live without kitchen roll. But your surfaces are just never as clean. That's right. So, oh, I just saw this story. Yeah, it's really nice. So let, let me read you this. A little boy left a heartbreaking note on a cuddly toy after his mum said she couldn't buy it for him until payday. Leon Ashworth, 10 spotted the toy panda whilst he was shopping in Asda with his mum, Debbie. It's uh, Liverpool. He cuddled the toy as they walked around the store, but his mum told him to put it back as she didn't have the money to treat him, the Liverpool Echo reports. Determined not to say goodbye to his new friend, Pandy, he found a cardboard box and scribbled a message to other shoppers on the side. He put... My mum didn't have enough to buy me Pandy, so she's buying me Pandy on the 15th of June. So please don't buy him, as it will make me sad and I will cry. Thank you so much from hopeful future owner. Staff at the store found the note and were so moved by Leon's message, they decided they wanted to help. They all clubbed together to buy the toy and put a message on Facebook to try and track Leon down. His mum, Debbie, who works in intensive care, spotted the Facebook post. Speaking to the Liverpool Echo, the Echo, <laughs> got the ick, uh, the Liverpool Echo, she said, I didn't click on the story at first and then I realised it was the same panda that Leon had wanted and left in the shop. He kept cuddling it and carried it round the shop, but at the time I just couldn't afford it. There was only two left in the store, so I thought that I could buy one for him online if needs be. I told him to put it back and hoped that no one bought it, but I didn't know that he had left a message with it until he told me as we left. I couldn't believe what the staff had done when I told Leon he was in tears. I'm absolutely over the moon. Staff at the store presented Leon with his new toy and Pandy is now settling into his new home. Mum of three, Debbie, said, It's been a rough year for Leon, but you have given him something to smile about. When we left the shop with Pandy, Leon turned to me and said that it was the best day of his life. Oh, and this boy, the picture of him, is so cute. And he's... <laughs> weird thing about it is the boy is um doing you know the pose what girls do where they, where they bend their leg yeah he's doing one of them and he's <laughs> bless him he knows he knows how to pose for a photo 
So I just think that's lovely, really nice. Just so, so sweet of the boy and so sweet of the staff as well. Speaking of um, Liverpool, actually, I'll, I'll tell you this. I was there this weekend and fucking hell. The gigs I did were just so good. This, they're just, this club, a hot water com- comedy, they've always, the, the lads have been running these gigs for bloody years and they've always, they've been in so many different venues and they've they've been good. But this, this new venue they've got, it's theirs now, like a purpose-built place. It's just something else. It's just absolutely spectacular. It just made, I, I just, I'm so jealous of the, the compere that gets to gig there every day. I just, it's just great. The audiences are just insane. The compare pool is so underrated. Because that, that's all he does. He does just gigs for them. He's their resident compare. But he's brilliant. He's so quick and he gets it. He gets it just right. Just the right atmosphere to go on stage to. It's just, oh, it's brilliant. So good. This is why I'm a little bit embarrassed. about. I'm going to, some of the good things I'm going to say is television. I fucking think television is evil, but I can't stop watching Love Island. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's great. The people are just, they're everything I hate in people. Vacuous and shallow and they're all there for love and it's all like, like this one guy, Simon, the other day was so specific. She's got to have nice legs, nice bum, nice this, nice that. Her eyes have got to be this. It's like you're literally, it's like, it's like someone is in front of you with Play-Doh and, and then they're building it and you're all describing So yeah, it's like you're going to police person to do a line-up and you're going, right, so they had this, 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 this. That's literally how specific it is, or pacific, how they say. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so shallow. But then there's this, there's this woman in it. That is probably one of the the most honourable. Not she's just not. You just never see her on programs like this. She's called Camilla, and her job is um, that she does outside of that is to. She goes to different places in the world and diffuses like bombs and arms and stuff. Like she's so together. She's got such. Oh, she's just great, and she she's just. Sad actually, really, because I thought she was very confident in that until last night. But she, yeah, she's not at all because she's backed off this guy that she's with because this other girl came in that she thought was his type. So then she felt a bit self conscious, but it was like, oh, but he hasn't shown her any reason to believe that. Camilla, oh, she's just brilliant. She, she, I just really like her. Gosh, you've all got, they've all got to be tens though, because. Like, I think I'm, like, average, like, I'm okay looking. But on a programme like that, you'd think you were a minger because they're so... Because everyone has such high standards and would be like, oh, well, I don't like this and don't like that. It's mad. Finally, this is a very long one. So, Marvin was watching this stand-up the other day. Russell Howard, it was him telling this story. And then my ears pricked up and I was like, no way! Basically, this story about this boy in Bristol, because Russell Howard's from Bristol, isn't it? Well, this is from Leamington's Bar. Is that near Bristol? Anyways, I've gone round there. I think he's lived in Bristol for a long time. I think he lives in Bristol. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, maybe he does. Anyway, he met this boy that was dying and wanted Russell Howard to dress up as a penis to his funeral and then his dad was going to be the Grim Reaper and all this business and well do you know what? I'm, I'm telling the fucking story now just 
you find it's, it's, it's online everywhere. And um, and I was like, no way, because I was at a gig uh, with Will Duggan, Scott Walker, about, oh, I was previewing 2014's Edinburgh show, so this was like 2013, early 2014, no, yeah, it was 2014. And uh, there was this, oh yeah, the, the, the dad... So the dad of this kid that Russell Howard was telling the story about was doing stand-up, like, and his wife was there as well. She, I was, I, she caught my eye the moment I went into the, the moment I went into the, the pub. She like, really pretty hippie woman. She had, like, pink hair. And anyway, we were having a cigarette in the break, and her and her husband were talking to us. Basically, they took their son, so their son was given three days so he had he had cancer and it was it, he was riddled with it and he, he he had three days they took him to the respite that you go to to well to basically they moved the house and they basically had you know that he planned his funeral they said you know he said his goodbyes to everyone all this business and then in a frantic like search They'd just been online, like you know, researching stuff, and last, and they just because they'd given up chemotherapy, didn't work or anything like that, and so they tried hemp oil. So given them hemp oil, and they were actually on this morning about it as well, and then it's apparently there's something in it that makes cells reset, so it started to like, so it wiped the bad. I don't know, I'm no scientist, but things reset and his cancer started to disappear and now he's still alive this is like years ago now and then when they were saying this because they were these because so these people were telling us about it years ago and we were like because me and scott really believe in that anyway and then but we were with this other comedian will and i'm not too sure he did so obviously it's like a big area of discussion and we were like talking about it loads on the way home they were such good people. And then when they were talking about it on this morning the other day, people were like, how could you do that to your kids? How could you just watch your kids? If there's the slightest chance that something could work, you have to try it. It it baffles me, the, the amount of people that are in it, because people think, oh, drugs and all this business. But there's fucking a pub on, there's a pub on every corner that, that do you more bloody damage drinking, drinking alcohol than bloody and a bit of hemp oil so i mean i just think if if ever anything happens i i pray i uh i don't pray i'm not religious but i regret like i should have just pumped my mum full of it and i just but she was very of that old generation and closed-minded about it all and as i suggested it to her and she wasn't keen and you know she i put it was difficult because I didn't realise how ill she was. So if I'd have known, I would have gone home sooner. But I just planned to sort of give it give it to her when I could, sort of thing. Um, but I, you know, didn't have as much time with her. Well, when I spoke to her about it, I didn't see her again afterwards. Actually, so, but I didn't know that at the time. I thought I would. Fucking hell, Harriet. But yeah, so that's just mad, though, isn't it? That and then and then to Russell Howard's like, just listen to the the, the stand up. It's uh, wonder what you what you type in actually. Oh yeah, all you have to do is type in just Google 
Russell Howard kid funeral and it, the clip comes straight up and the, it's really nice actually the kids it makes an appearance at the end of the set but it's com it's completely true it's com because isn't it I think everyone thinks oh well that's embellished and and that but no I cause I heard it straight out of the parents mouth exactly what he said so check that out it's a great story and he doesn't mention the hempoil thing though but that's what happened yeah it's a funny old world apparently i don't know how true this is but someone said to me that like a lot of people that actually are doctors and nurses they if they have if they have cancer they don't they don't take what they i suppose because it's all fucking money isn't it it's fucking it's what fuck it oh i can't even talk about it that much i just fucking get so fucking angry with the world it's just billion billion and billions of pounds industry isn't it drugs and and all of that i don't know that's the thing with you Eric. though you know bits and i feel like you never know enough to intellectually put something across well so i'd like you to work on that please oh would you though well i might just do that right thanks so much for listening you keep listening which is unexpected but lovely of you harry it's not unexpected you know you're trying to be more positive now you're doing these three pages every day trying to have a better life be more positive make you know make myself a better person to be a better person to other people all right bloody Martin Luther King, I have a dream. Stop. Who do you think you are running for Prime Minister? I don't think Martin Luther King was a good example for you to use. I think you need to... Harriet Love Island's on. Go watch that. Right. Thanks so much. I mean that. Thank you. Farewell. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.